Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Welcome back to The New Truth, my loves, episode 12 our psychic love predictions messing up your love life. On today's episode, we're going to take apart, tackle, dismantle the obsession with tarot readers, fortune tellers, and psychics. And Kate and I were chatting uh, the other day, and she said that, was it you read something that the most asked question yes. of psychics is when am I going to meet my man? Yes. And Kate and, and I are astrologers. Yes. Well, we're, we started the new truth because if you haven't already figured out that we are the most love obsessed culture ever, we live it, breathe it. It's all over reality TV. It's a weddings or billion dollar industry. And we get that we're not going to dismantle the billion dollar industry and, and dismantle the way we've been programmed in just a couple episodes. But one by one in our coaching and in our groups and at our workshops and retreats, one by one, we're waking you up to the truth of who you are, the soul of who you are. And most of all, our message today is about how much you can actually trust yourself rather than giving your power away to psychics and fortune tellers and tarot card readers. So to start off this episode, we're going to come clean about our own psychic <laughs> First, story. I just want to speak to, if you are like me, you say tarot card reader, <laughs> but my friend with an accent here <laughs> says tarot card. So if you didn't know what a tarot card reader is, it's a tarot card reader. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. So I, I think your psychic story is actually way funnier and better than mine. Okay. So let's start with yours and then we'll okay. go into how ridiculous I have been. I mean, I had, I've had some cool psychic experiences for sure. But in my experience with psychics, it's like when we have an attachment to a thing, like I, I, my cool experiences have come from just pure openness and getting on the phone mm -hmm. and not even having a question, but being like, tell me what, what I need to know. And then and having said that, there's so many psychics out there who like so much of it is projection and so much of what they share. I Okay, actually, before I even share my own story, I have to talk about this friend I have who she's an amazing woman and she wants love so bad and she goes to psychic after psychic after psychic and she comes back and she's like so apparently he's six foot tall and he's brown eyes and blue hair and we're brown eyes and blue hair brown eyes and blue <laughs> hair whenever she gets the description and then all of a sudden she's attached to the description so this is the harm and the danger in in having somebody outside of you tell you what's coming because it keeps us it 
trapped in our heads. And then you're on dates thinking, oh, oh my gosh, this guy seems a bit like what the psychic told me I was going to get. Oh, and maybe it's this guy. It's like, it it totally keeps us trapped in the fantasy. Like we've debunked on so many episodes about not being in your head when you're on dates and not be in the story or the fantasy of what the guy should be like or who we think he is when you don't even know him and how to take your attention off the guy, but actually just put it on yourself and how you feel and being curious and being in the moment and actually allowing yourself to have the experience. So when we go see psychics, especially if they give you a description of what you're going to attract, I mean, that is just feeding everything we've talked about, um, keeping you disconnected. So I'll share my story. I mean, I have lots, but this is the one that I guess takes the cake. So I, I think I shared, did I share the Zoltan story another time about- You've only talked about Charlie, so you have to talk about okay. the Charlie story first. So I love how I use names. I guess if these people consume the, the podcast, they're going to hear it all. Hi, guys. Um, so there's this man named Zoltan, and he was a uh, teacher at a workshop I was I was coaching at. And he was at the front of the room. He, he led a segment. He was flown in from LA, and he led a segment. And I heard about him for years. And then I this is the first time I met him. And my mentors called him the soul piercer. And basically, like women all over fell in love with Zoltan because- <laughs> He had this like unbelievable presence mm. and this, these sparkly eyes and this, but like this divine masculine, divine feminine, like his heart was wide open, but he was super powerful, super strong and grounded and pure, just his teachings were so piercing in the way he coached people. And so I was sitting in the back of the room watching his segment. He was teaching how to be powerful from stage. And I'm short circuiting at the back of the room, like, oh my God, this is my soulmate. And this is when I'm still with Charlie at the end. It was at the very end of our relationship when I was pretty like going back and forth with, Mm. should I stay or should I go knowing that there was, it was actually knowing that there was something within myself I needed to experience that was, that I couldn't experience in that relationship. And so my mind went to like Zoltan, oh my God, this guy's like perfect. He's the one like, oh, totally went there. And just, I mean, really it was just a crush, but like my mind was trying to, or my saboteur was trying to like blow it up. And so we, I, I got to know him a little bit over the weekend. I was super nervous around him because I had him on a pedestal and all of those things we've talked about what not to do. I did back then. And so I get home from the event and I'm totally just obsessed with Zoltan. I've told told all my friends like, oh my gosh, I think this is the kind of relationship I want. Here's a conscious man. Here's a spiritual man. Here's a powerful man. He's a teacher. He's a, you know, successful. He lives in California. Like there were all these reasons just like, okay. And my best friend was like, okay, well, why don't you call my psychic Shelly? Cause Shelly was like the bomb. She, my best friend would call the psychic and always got my best friend at the time always got like the best readings mm. and things that always came true for mm-hmm. her and so i called shelly and i remember where i was i was sitting in a park and i was under a tree cuz obviously i didn't want to do it at home <laughs> like <laughs> and so i was cuz i lived with charlie so i was sitting uh, under a tree and talking to shelly and i was like okay so i was at this workshop and there was this man and he was like everything that I, that I'm missing in my relationship. And I think this is it. I think it's him. 
And she was like, she did her little reading thing and she said, yeah, no, it's definitely not him. It's not Sultan. Um, he's representing where you're headed, which is actually completely true. So she was a great psychic. Um, but he was, he's represented, re representing where you're heading, like becoming a speaker and becoming influent, an influencer mm -hmm. and all of those, like becoming powerful. I was quite the opposite at the time. And so I was Katie at the time. And so um, this like sweet bubbly, but like not embodied in my power. And so he was representing that, which makes so much sense in retrospect. But I was so mad when we were on the phone. She said, it's not time to leave Charlie, which was actually also true. Like we had another, I think we had another eight months or so of working through our stuff together before it was time to go and before mm -hmm. we were both complete. And so I was so mad when she's, and I kind of argued with her and I had like a different, I, I asked different questions to try and get her to answer it in different ways. And like, well, maybe we're just meant to be in a short-term relationship. Well, maybe we're just meant like all these, like coming and she's like, no, it's not about, it's not about Zoltan. And then, <laughs> and I got off the phone and I was like, okay, F that. I'm freaking calling another psychic. Who has a psychic? And I <laughs> called another psychic. Like I was on a mission to find the answer. It's funny because I actually held on to the fantasy of him for like, I think it was a year, maybe two years of like in the back mm. of my mind, like maybe one day with Zoltan. And then I went to LA for work and I reached out to him and told him I was there. And he's like, great, let's go to, go to dinner. And we go to dinner. And as soon as I got in the car, there was, the feeling was gone. And I was like, and he was just a friend and I felt nothing. It was so wild because I'd built it up in my head. Like, yeah. this is the fantasy. This is the fantasy. So that's the opposite of most people's psychic experience. Cause usually it, Usually it's something like, oh, you know, your dream man is six foot four and he's from Hungary. Actually, Zoltan was from Hungary. Um, <laughs> and he's got blue eyes and brown hair and he's uh, whatever. And so it actually perpetuates the fantasy, which is why it's so, so dangerous. Um, but mine did the opposite and I was super mad at her, but bless her heart. Shelly was right. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is that I don't like the psychics answer. So I'm going to go find another one. Yes. That's just the best. Yeah, That's the best. And even before you brought up that it's the most asked question, right? Like, when am I going to meet my man? There was a woman in my private Facebook group who actually used to be on a psychic hotline. She worked for a psychic hotline. She was amazing. And she posted Whoa. one day, a couple months ago, that all the questions were always about love. Like, it wasn't yes. just, when am I going to meet my man? But it's, am I going to get back together with my ex? Is the guy I just met the one? And I love that you wanted to talk about this today and that we could have this episode because what's true for me is I went all the time with my ex. So if you listen to my interview, you know my story is that I got back together and broke up with the same guy 17 times over a three-year period. And I went constantly. I mean, every time we were in a breakup, I'm the first one in line at the like Boston, <laughs> you know, little tarot reader. And... I consistently received messages around, yeah, he is the one, right? Oh, he pulled the wedding card. Wow. It never, and look, like, so look, I, I'm so actually glad you had a positive psychic experience too, right? Like, and really just said like, yeah, she was right in a lot of ways because we by no means are bashing psychics. I mean, there are some pretty freaking amazing ones out there, but what we're really passionate about is I 
watch and this is it this is the message of the new truth women give their power away in a million different ways yes. around love and here i am crying myself to sleep every single night in pain every single day in this relationship and because a psychic told me that i was meant to be with him I overrode how I was feeling in my body and never was willing to wait long enough to be actually acknowledge what was happening for me. And the thing that breaks my heart is women are throwing money at yes. psychics, fortune tellers, and tarot, but then it never occurs to them to hire a dating coach or a relationship coach. And this place, like here's, here's the core message, how it messes up your love life. I think what most people are really unwilling to ever sit with is that we're not in control, mm -hmm. right? Like that's yes. it. That's yes. it. I'm, and, yes. and I get it, right? There's a lot of dating coaches out there that are promising to help you meet someone in six months or less. And that feels, that actually feels really dangerous to yeah. me. And so the balance, right? The gift of everything you and I do with our clients is twofold. One, having someone step into their full power and what that actually means, which is taking responsibility for yourself. And then two, really understanding that there actually are powerful ways to call in the right person for you. And they're not manipulative and they're not strategy. And it's not that you have to go on a million dating sites, but when you are behaving in the essence of who you are in the world, you are naturally magnetic. People are naturally drawn to you. People want to be around you. But then if you're calling a psychic to figure out if someone's the one, right in that moment, you are taking away your power to know the truth of how you feel. And then it's right back to engagement ring shit, right? Because the psychic said something, now I'm going to ignore how I feel with this person, how this person's treating me, whether or not our values are aligned. And that's what's like, that is what breaks my heart. Yeah. Love. It perpetuates the fantasy cycle. It just keeps us trapped, which is the old paradigm. And that is the only love we know, right? So of course right. we're running around seeking more fantasy, more fantasy, more fantasy. I just found out the newest, a, fr a very close friend of mine um, was telling me about this thing called pick a card, which is oh. tarot readings on YouTube. Online. And mm -hmm. it's like the newest version of like a psychic, like you can just do it on your own really quickly. And yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, I love what you said about the, the, it, it just means we don't trust life, right? It's like love comes and love goes, love comes and love goes. I mean, actually I'm going to restate that relationships come and go. Love is always there. Love is yes. always inside of you. You have access to it. You know, when you go to Greece or I'll talk speak for myself, when I go to Greece and I interact with the beautiful kitten that I fell in love with. And when I swam in the ocean and when I connect with people from different cultures, I feel so much love in my heart. And when I connect with women and I'm in empowering spaces and there's so many ways that I get to experience love in my life. So love is always there relationships come and go and relationships will always come and go. And in the old paradigm, we're promised the future. We're promised forever. We're promised that, you know, if you've got it and if it's good or even if it's bad, but you're in fear and you believe that that's what you're supposed to have, that that thing is always going to be there. But that's not actually true. Love comes and go, relationships come and go, and it's out of your control. I have um, talked about this before, but I've worked with a few women who have been widowed. And I mean, just being on the journey with them and how beautiful it was to witness um, them in their grief, in their pain, and in their reclaiming of their life. Because 
before meeting me and before this journey, they thought that the future was promised to theirs, which makes grief so much more hard to, to move through and to, to, to take this absolute tragedy and turn it into um, an awakening, right? Because I believe that every time we are deeply challenged in our lives, it's an opportunity, just like what's going on planetarily right now, it's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to become more of who you are, to to meet parts of yourself. So these clients who, um, who were widowed, they, of course they would take the, they would have their husband back in a moment mm-hmm. if they could but that's not an option so now they're choosing to redo their life they're choosing to completely live from a from a new place and activate parts of themselves that they probably wouldn't have even met if they were still mm-hmm. married right mm-hmm. and so okay wait how is this tied into what i was just saying oh trust yes so I'm, i was just like how is this tied into psychics so how this is tied into psychics is one of the most important things when you're out there dating and in relationship is to trust that there's a bigger plan and if you don't believe it, it's going to be really, really hard for you out there because mm-hmm. so much of our actions and so much of our choices around dating and relationships stem from fear, which is why mm-hmm. so many people are unhappy and so many couples are not having sex and so many, um, you know, so many people are in toxic relationship dynamics or, you know, perpetually single wanting love, but not having it like the, because we're trying to control that which is actually completely out of our control the only thing you have control over is your inner world so if you put your attention there which is what Catherine and i do we're not the dating coaches that tell you to contort yourself to get the guy we we show you how to awaken all of who you are so that you can be fully expressed as you and you are a magnet to love and you are a magnet to you know opportunities and experiences and a life that feels alive that's where it's going to come from. Life has magic in store for you. The universe has like an epic story that's being un- that's unfolding right now. But if you're so busy trying to control it, so mm. that's what I see with psychics. That's what I see with women that are calling their astrologer to find out about their when the guy's coming or if this guy's right for me or if this like when when will I ever find love or am I meant to be married? If you are if you were calling all these other people and trying to figure that out. Um, you know, or pulling cards or even those Oracle cards, like every morning, pulling an Oracle card, asking the question about something outside of yourself, you are setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up to just be in the obsession with the chase and the hunt and the, and the quest to find the thing. But guess what? You don't have to work so hard. You actually don't have to find the thing. It's like, it's going to come when the divine, when the timing is right. And when you stop trying so hard and you stop trying to control that, which is out of your control, even women who've been single for 10 years is like, notice what parts of you are still trying to control or are still shut down. Are you walking through the world with your heart open? Are you walking through the world with your heart closed? Are you interacting with every person you meet? Are you appreciative and grateful for the creepy dude that bought you a drink at the bar? Well, maybe don't buy it. Don't, don't drink it, but that he offered and that someone saw you and recognized you. Are you judging that, Mm -hmm. right? Like, are you fully accepting and appreciating 
all the love that you're receiving and staying in that vibration and energy and feeding yourself and filling yourself up? Or are you externally sourcing and looking for validation and approval and all these things from outside of yourself? So mm-hmm. that, that to me is the biggest danger. It's like, we think that, you know, it's, 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 it's yeah. like trying to have a direct line to God. And so I say, again, it's just like marriage. It's like the thing, the psychic is not the problem. The question is, where is it coming from? Are mm. you calling a psychic because you're in fear that you're not going to find love and you want some validation that you are? Or are you having a conversation with the psychics for expansion and for like something fun and playful to see what she has to say and to like see what resonates in your body and what doesn't feel aligned? Like, where is the decision coming from? Mm, there's so much magic that you just shared. And as I was listening to you, I was thinking about if I'm sitting on the phone with a psychic for an hour, that I'm not out in my life. And <laughs> that like, if I'm not on a date, I'm not out like experiencing life. And, and you, you help me with this so much. And this is such the number one practice for life is presence. And I think that's what the, what we're really getting our asses handed to us about in in the world right now is like life is happening right now. Yeah. Today is all we have. And the obsession with psychics and the obsession with answers outside of ourselves like okay, so if some psychic tells me I'm going to meet my partner in 2 months, watching like so it's like the um placebo effect, right? So you call psychic, she says you're going to meet someone in 2 months. So then, since you know that you're going to meet him, now you're relaxed every single day, your heart is open, you're totally trusting, and then of course, you probably do meet someone within that time, but not because the psychic told you, but because the way you responded to that message is to now you show up present in your life, rather than obsessing, or it can be the worst thing, which is, oh, I'm going to meet him on October 4th. So now I'm going to act, behave like shit and act out and be in fear and not take care of myself between now and then. Or, I was going to no, give the third, third option. option. <laughs> oh, the third <laughs> option is, or become obsessed with, is it him? Is it him? Is it, that's the one I see the most is yes. that they get the reading. This has happened with so many of my friends and clients is that they get the reading, they get the description, and then they're mm-hmm. on a hunt actively looking every time they're in a room. Is it him? They're on a date. Is it him? And now you are that person on a date who is absolutely repelling what's right in front of you because you're trying to like stick this person into your, your story. Like you're trying to like cast them into a role that they're not even necessarily auditioning for. And it's like you, it just takes you out of your body and keeps you trapped in your fantasy in your head. Right. And we live in a culture that says everything outside of me, like the chase for something to make me happy. And that I believe that our we actually all have a direct line to God and it's our intuition. Yeah. But we're, yeah. we're too busy yeah. being busy and yeah. being inundated with stupid shit, like wasting time on social media, right? Going to psychics to get answers outside of ourselves rather than doing the due diligence. And this is why coaching for me is weekly, right? Like you sign up for packages, right? With both of us, like there's a container that you're in because it's dil- it's diligence right it's discipline of daily practices that create the ability for you to be all of who you are right yeah. it's not one and done and and it's the same thing we do the same thing with love that we do with every other part of our life 
right? Oh, I just find the one and now I'm all set and I never have to work on anything. And I think that's what breaks my heart about why people are afraid of getting a relationship coach. Like we stand for, and I'm sure this is it in our work, right? Who you become through working with us then lasts forever. This yes. is not just some nice experience you have with us. Like you learn the practices, the tools, you connect with the truth of who you are so that for the rest of your life, you are set up to live in accordance with that truth. Not, I read a book, I learned something intellectually and now I'm all set. Or I went to a psychic and I went on one date and now I'm all set. And I think that's the wake up call that, I mean, I work with tons of married women too, right? Oh, well, yeah, I thought that all I had to do was meet the guy and now my relationship is falling apart and I realize there are skills that I actually have to learn. Yeah. And the biggest fight, I mean, religion and spirituality has existed since the beginning of time because human beings have known since the beginning of time that we can't control life. And yet many of us are still out there trying our hardest in order to do so. It's exhausting. And it's not working. It's making people sick. Totally. It's making people sick. Totally, and it, and it's just it, it and it's it's it just creates more and more toxic relationships because if we're trying to control, like the woman who just wants the ring or just wants the babies or just wants the house or just wants the marriage, the wedding, it it yeah. it just stops us from actually experiencing what's happening and letting things organically unfold. When you let things organically unfold and you trust life. Mm-hmm. You get to experience the magic that you're meant that your soul signed up to experience. We're not all meant to experience the same thing. I'll say that four thousand times. We are not all meant to experience the same thing, right? And right. and and none of us know what's coming, and that's what makes life so ex- exciting. If we knew what was coming, we would be bored. Mm-hmm. If we mm-hmm. knew it was all predictive, and we knew everything. I mean, that's the that's the funny thing too. We want. I mean, they talk about this. What, what is it? The seven. The seven. Um, human needs. And one of them is certainty. And one of them is uncertainty. Uncertainty. So the one thing you can be certain of is your relationship within yourself. And so, but if you don't have that, then you live in this constant chase for certainty, try and get it outside of yourself to try and get Mm -hmm. someone to make you feel good. But just imagine, imagine you are a woman who walks through the world so filled up within yourself, so turned on, so Mm -hmm. lit up in touch with your sensuality, in touch with your power, in touch with your ability to express what you want, express who you are, to, to push your boundaries to push your edges, to have like to, to live your purpose. Mm -hmm. You're walking through the world joyfully with your eyes wide open, present, connecting with people, you know, feeling good from within. Yeah. When you're walking through the world as that woman, do you even need a partner? (laughs) No. (laughs) And that's when you're the most irresistible to a relationship. And when one to high quality love is when you walk through the world feeling so filled up, you're not looking to get anything. And when I'm at my talks, I always, um, when I'm, when I'm talking about this external sourcing and, and looking to, you know, a partner Mm -hmm. to validate us and make us feel like we're good enough and feel like we're worthy and how it's, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you never get there. It's like, Oh, then I get the ring. Then I get the baby. Then I get the, then I'll feel, then he'll love me. Then I'll know he loves me. And it's always this chase. Um, but I walk around to women and I I pretend I have a cup in my hand and I'm like, oh, do you love me? Will you choose me? And I put the cup in front of them and it's like empty. Like, will you fill my cup? Will you fill my cup? Will you like, 
how unattractive is that? Like, what if you could walk through the world so filled up by every aspect of your life that you do not need to call a psychic and be like, when am I going to have a man? Because you feel so good within yourself that you're not attached, that you're, you're not shut down from it, but you're not attached to it. And from that place, that's when you will be absolutely irresistible to many things, but Mm -hmm. including, you know, Mm -hmm. so much love. Mm Yeah, I am. I'm very proud to say not once in the six years of being with Andrew have I called a psychic. And when I think of what I mean, why each of us right so passionate about human design so passionate about astrology is because it teaches you about your soul's imprint, right? The truth of who you are are and when we have permission when someone's reflecting oh this this is what you have been designed for like this is what you were made for i mean i you if you've listened to the episode of my interview i talk about how my mom literally used to say to me like why can't you be like your sisters why can't you be like other people So of course I walked around with, I'm not good enough. And then there's Cosmopolitan telling me, here's how to be attractive. Here's how to be magnetic to men. Here's the next book, like how to make every man want you. Right. And then I'm, I'm calling the psychics, right? Who do I have to be in order for somebody to love me? And when that stops, right, then the, the tools and the spiritual practices and the, I mean, Amanda does Akashic record readings and they've been so powerful for me. And you better believe like sometimes I was going in there to sessions with her, like, tell me what's going to happen. Right. And that never actually provides reprieve. No. And I am slowly starting to share more of my story about how sick Andrew was last year. And I certainly wanted to call a psychic. But what I sat with was I needed somebody to tell me that everything was going to be okay, right? And once I could feel that, like, what is it that I'm actually looking for someone to say, right? Then I could relax and see that life is always changing. We are always ebbing and flowing and sometimes things really suck and sometimes things are really good, but it is always a cycle. But what we try to attach to is for things to be the same, right? Oh, I want to know that I'm secure and safe and everything's always going to be fine. Look, everything always is okay when you Mm. stop fighting life. Yes. Right. And love is a mystery, right? When your partner arrives, you cannot control that happening. What you can control is how prepared you are for for receiving love, how prepared you are to have a mature, evolving, growing, conscious relationship. And that is what our work is about and we are each so passionate about supporting women and becoming all of who they are having the skills and the tools to to create an extraordinary life not just an extraordinary relationship i mean this is the modern woman's guide to extraordinary love right extraordinary life right and love because you do actually get to have it all and you get to have it all when you're not trying to manipulate and control the world into being what you think it has to be in order for you to be okay because self-trust is something emerges from within. Totally. And that's always rooted in fear. It's always right. rooted in fear. Like I need to have this and then I'll be good. I need to have this and then I'll be safe. And then we do it within the relationship. And it it just keeps us in our small selves. Like I think of like when you were saying that about wanting the psychic to give you validation to tell you you and Andrew are going to be okay. Um, what if we had access to a part of ourselves that did that for ourselves? Like the little kid inside is screaming, like, I'm terrified. Am I going to be okay? And what if 
you had a part of you that could be like, yeah, we're going to be okay. You know, just totally. that. That was it. And that, and that part of you is always inside of you. There is a part of every yes. single one of us that is totally whole, that is totally connected to the, to the divine that knows our truth. That is the part that's screaming our truth. I call it your sage, but it's like that part that's so crystal clear, knows what's right, knows what's wrong, not right for you, right for me. There is no right and wrong. We live in a world of right and wrong, good and bad, but there is no right and wrong because that just keeps us in a state of blame and victimhood. There is only right for me. And that deeper part of you is always there. That deeper part of you knows that you're okay. And how disempowering is it? I think of all the women out there who are single and desiring, and there's nothing wrong with desiring a relationship, but all the women out there who are single and they're, they're, they're so hell bent on trying to figure out when they're going to get love or trying to control getting love and how, because of that, they, they don't get to live their lives. Right. Like, just to get this thing that's going to satiate you for a minute or an hour or, you know, a year or whatever is like Mm -hmm. this, this love outside of you. Yeah. It's going to activate you when it comes at first. And then, you know, there's, then you go into the, the, the triggers and having to face yourself and having to learn how to navigate the challenges of relationship. It's only going to satiate you for a short period of time when it's coming from outside of you. So it's just such a disempowered place to live when Mm. we're just all our focus. I think I, I feel it actually hurts my heart when I think of all the women. And I mean, I have guy friends that are like this too, where they're like, I just want a partner. I just want a partner. And I'm like, you know what? That's not the thing. It's not mm. like, yes, you can want a partner, but if you are feeling such um, such pain around not having a partner, that's where your work is to do. There are so many aspects of you you're not that you're shut down from right now mm. because you're living in the fantasy that that thing is going to be the thing that that lights you up, that fills, mm. fills you up, but it's not. Mm-hmm. So imagine you being so filled up, like really imagine yourself walking through the world, how you feel when you're in love, you know, that feeling in the beginning where you're like, everything's like rose colored glasses and you just talk to strangers and you know, everybody gets a little bit nicer and sweeter and kinder and imagine being that filled up and lit up from within yourself without a partner. Mm -hmm. And then the partner comes along. Now what? Right? So much more is possible. And that's what we're doing. That's what we stand for. That's what gets to happen in our work. And I always say for the people that are always like, when's my partner going to get here? When's my partner going to get here? Is imagine your house is a mess. You're in crisis. And then your friend knocks on the door and just pull them in. And you're like, oh my God, thank God you're here. Right? Like that's trapping someone. And that's the same thing of what you're doing with love. And that's what someone can feel. Like you're still looking for someone to make things better for you. Now imagine your house is in order. You feel amazing inside of your house. You can't wait to invite a guest in to come be with you. Right? Then that person actually wants to stay. Right, because it's wow, it feels so good here. Woo, I want to keep being around this person and being with you, and that's it, right? That's the magic. And you get to have it all, you get to live from the truth of who you are, and that's what Kate and I help you do. You don't need a psychic, you need a relationship coach. (laughs) We would love for you to do two things sign up. Well, join us in the new truth movement. And we would love to hear all the calling yourself out stories of how many psychics or fortune tellers you maybe have gone to about love. And then what actions you're going to take to take control of your life and love life 
and we hope you will reach out to us. Are and the new, truth, the new Truth Movement is on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Join the group, share your stories, and you can find us at Kate Harlow XO on Instagram and Love Coach Catherine on Instagram. And those are the places to go to fill out applications to work with us and join the, the movement on becoming all of who you are and finding and receiving the love that's meant for you. Yes. Love it. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. No more psychics. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.